everybody to another episode of the Club Cool Podcast. That's right, I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, joined in the Washed Media Studio by Phil Battaglia. Phil. Hi. How's it going? Okay. Yeah, that's a... Uh, just okay. Just okay? Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's, uh, that's, that's probably putting it generously mm-hmm. on uh, this Thursday afternoon here. Um, not a great week overall, I would say. <laughs> no. Yeah, we've got, uh, look, man, today we are going to touch on uh, the biggest thing going in culture, pop culture. It's just kind of taking over everything, and that is, of course, the coronavirus, COVID-19, wreaking absolute havoc on the globe as a whole. And uh, in, in, in more kind of downer news, a bunch of new columns and articles and information have, have been written and revealed about uh, Ty Haney's exit from Outdoor Voices. We're going to cover some of that. But then, then we will turn it around a little bit. We'll put our, we'll put our happy faces on. And we'll talk about some, uh, some, exciting, some exciting things like the M.A. Leondor and New Balance Collection 3, their third partnership, their third iteration of their little partnership that they have going, releases tomorrow. And it's got some interesting things in it. I want to ask you a couple questions about it. And uh, I've also got, I've got some music recommendations for the people. We've not touched on, uh, we haven't done any music stuff recently. Yeah. And uh, despite 2020 being just kind of overall a very shitty year through the first two and a half months, isn't that amazing? Two and a half months. And this is like already just a shit show. Just an awful, awful calendar year. Um, the music, on the other hand, Man, I, I the, the first time in a long time that I've had multiple albums where, that I like front to back. Wow. Yeah, and they're pop albums too. They're popular artists, which is which is rare. But uh, you know, I I love my pop. I love my popular music. So I'm gonna then I'm gonna after I share those, I'll I'll hand the 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 microphone over to you, and you can give us like what's cool and the uh, you know on the other side of the spectrum. Non pop, non pop. The less, the I less, have, the lesser known. I have one that I've been the cool stuff, basically jamming. That is all pop. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll get there. Okay. Um. So let's see where to begin with uh, with the coronavirus. As of today, Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson have it down in Australia. I thought that was fake news when I first saw that. <laughs> Somebody sent it to me. I was like, oh, that's fake. So this thing is going after our most beloved celebrities. <laughs> Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, two days after mocking the virus, yeah. touching all of the reporters' microphones and tape recorders, comes down with an illness. Turns out that it is coronavirus. It <laughs> is the coronavirus. And effectively shuts down the NBA season while also passing the virus onto his teammates because apparently he was being an asshole and like touching their stuff and like rubbing up on his teammates, basically just not taking it seriously one iota. What a Munson. So is he the real, he's the reason they canceled the season? He, he is the, they were leaning, it was probably going to happen over the next two weeks. They were already moving towards uh, eliminating fans from the games. Yeah. And the fact that one of their players suddenly tested positive for it kind of like really drove them to just hard stop. Okay, we have to suspend the season mm-hmm. because this was two, day, two only two days ago. Was he making fun of it when he touched all the reporters' mics and all that? And I, like I just saw you know a tweet that was basically you can you can backtrack you can connect every NBA team. In the within the last five days, so if you start with the Jazz and you go with like all the teams they've played in the last two days, and then all the teams that those teams have played in the last day, it's every team in the NBA. Mm. So it's very, it is very, very conceivable that any player on any NBA team could potentially have it right now. Man, how pissed are you if you're one of those locker room attendants for the Jazz? Somebody that's handling all their equipment. Yeah, not not thrilled is uh, is uh, what I would guess. And I mean, I don't know if you can like discipline Gobert for those actions because, you know, I guess he technically didn't violate any laws other than you know just common decency. 
But like at the very least, once everybody's recovered and, and you know, once we're a little bit further removed from the whole global pandemic thing, uh, his teammates should probably jump his ass, right? Right. Like at he le- should be at least shamed. <laughs> Or just, you know, Dwight Schrute shunned for the, <laughs> yeah. for the remainder of the season when they finally do pick it back up. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is all really, really crazy. I've been, there's a Medium article that's going around right now about like why you need to act early. And it basically compares the differences between uh, a country like Italy, which was n- not prepared whatsoever to have their healthcare system overloaded. And uh, countries like um, Taiwan and Singapore that had experience with a pandemic like SARS mm-hmm. were way more prepared and have effectively achieved this whole flattening of the curve yeah. thing. Got to right? flatten the curve. Which is the goal here. That is why, that is that is the objective of all of the social distancing. It's why we're canceling sports events and music festivals and large gatherings of any sort because those are the type of events that basically cause super spreading. A, a thousand people are rubbing elbows with each other. Yeah. 2,000, 3,000, 20,000 at a sporting event, right? And it's like, well, all 20,000 of those people leave and then have even more interactions. Mm-hmm. So that, and, and that's just, so that's how, that's how it spreads like wildfire. And while a lot of people are looking at this and saying that, oh, well, the death rate's one or 2%, that means that I have a 98% chance. Like, I'll take those odds. That's really not the point. Like, yes, if you get, COVID-19, chances are you will be okay. You will have mild symptoms. You will have a flu or cold-like week, and then you will recover. But we're trying to protect the old people, the elderly. Yeah. Because that that's what... The elders. That's who, that's who is at the greatest risk. They, they're saying that above 60 is where you start having like a, a, a much high, like elevated, mm-hmm. um, you know, risk level Mm -hmm. and then above 80 especially risky and then of course anybody in that bracket that has any type of underlying health issue is just even more likely to need you know intense care Mm -hmm. and get a severe case of this thing basically and that's really that's that's really scary especially for anybody that is that is you know kind of close in age to us I, that's that's our parents basically yeah you know and i for me I've, i do have like i have older parents so that is that is a large piece of the concern for me it's just that we have this I, I i mean you know the boomer population could very easily be <laughs> diminished within the next 12 months <laughs> Damn. as macabre as that is to say like that's that is a reality and when you look at places like italy where it has just be like you know, Italy's death rate is at like five or six percent right now. Really? Yeah. And part of that part of that is because Italy is in a much older country. Uh-huh. The average age in Italy is like ten years older than it is here in the States. And so with their with their aging population, it's just like they're that's the older people are 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 the ones essentially that are needing to be hospitalized on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And it's overload like they don't have enough hospital beds. That's why Hubei province had to build two hospitals in 10 days. That was impressive. You know? And even then, that Wuhan still really couldn't, like, control it. The rest of China was able to. But where, but in that epicenter, it, it, it got really ugly. Anyway, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 it's just very nerve-wracking to think about what the next 12 months look like as well. Because if you read up on your pandemics, these things, these things last, man. Even H one N one swine flu in two thousand nine, which ended up having a super low death rate, like no more than the regular flu, might have even been less. the 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 spread and the the pandemic, quote unquote, lasted almost two years. Can't wait. So going to lose everything. I, I mean, and that brings me to kind of the the next point here. You think about you think about national or global tragedies, right? We just had one earlier this year with Kobe, like. What are the things that kind of bring you back to a sense of normalcy? What do you what do you take solace in in moments of tragedy? It's it's escapism. It's entertainment. It's going to the movies, going back into sports. It's 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 watching the tributes to to, to Kobe within the the sports world. It's ha- having your Super Bowl party. It's it's 
do it's it's all of these things that allow you like some reprieve from the harshness of of reality, mm-hmm. right? Of the real world. And in this case, those are the things that it's taking away. Like this is this is so unique and so kind of harrowing, I feel like, because in opposition to other tragedies, it 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 forces you into isolation as opposed to pushing you into like shared communal experiences, which is just kind of devastating to think about. And right now it's South by Southwest in the NBA season, but like if there is a second wave in the fall, like there has been for these things in the past, like you're looking at, I don't know, maybe no NFL season, maybe no college football, maybe no ACL. Ooh. Like, and nothing, nothing. It, you, we really could just be kind of absent of of <laughs> our pop culture for the next year, and that is that's really like the gri- that's the I mean potentially maybe the grimmest piece of the whole thing, at, at, aside from mass death, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that's where we come in, Barrett. See, because we can we can quarantine in the studio. That's true. And do like loops, wall to wall coverage of what we're doing for twenty four hours constantly. Well, I've been. I mean, yeah, maybe we should just switch format yeah. from podcast to pirate radio. Yeah, because that's when everybody is locked down in their houses for thirty days. Mm-hmm. You know, anything can happen out there. You might have to find alternate sources of uh, of entertainment. I don't know if you you, you know as long the, as the, the internet, internet could be still down. Works, the internet machine. Well, I, we might have to go AM. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Broadcast on a uh, on a sub channel on the uh, on a ham radio. That'd be something. Yeah, new format. Yeah, new technology is old technology. Phil, <laughs> I don't know. It, it it's just uh, how are you feeling overall about the whole thing? Um. Well, right now the thing that concerns me the most is the price of oil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is where I derive most of my income. Um, so, without the OPEC Russia problem, the the coronavirus would have negatively impacted the price of oil, regardless. And then you couple that with the the skirmish. It's a double. It's, it's a double like whammy. Worst case scenario. Yeah. So if they could just come to an agreement, that's what I'm in the near term. That's what I'm most concerned with because. As much as people hate fossil fuels and everything, um, it is an essential part of everybody's life, whether you know it or not. Yeah. And it's an essential part of the market. So in order for us to get a stabilization in the market, um, I think it couldn't hurt to stabilize the price of oil and get it back to a point where it makes economical sense for a lot of these companies um, to be profitable. And to you're going to see like, Tons of bankruptcies, consolidations, yes. et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, in the near term, that. But in the reality of the situation is with our parents, both of our parents are not spring chickens. I mean. Right. I, I, but they're, they're all, all four of these folks are healthy. Healthy. Of course, I don't yes. think it would, yes. I don't think it would wipe out any of them. Um, but if you have grandparents that are, you yeah. know, in their late 80s, early 90s. Something to be concerned with. However, the deaths in the United States in Seattle with all those elderly people in the in the nursing home, I mean, this is just an assumption, but when you're in the nursing home, you're not doing that well, correct? I mean, for the most part. For the most part, that's you're right. You're very yeah. vulnerable to anything that would— There are, there are also very, like very different levels of mm. those things. Yeah. You, you can essentially be in like a— like. Like an apartment. And a, yes. Or you can be in 24-hour assi- constant care. Assisted live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and totally. so, again, just an assumption, but I have a feeling that the people that didn't make it were, you know, in that critical right. wing. Right. Of the, and so, you know, if, if your parents or your grandparents are older and they contract it, as long as they're at home, I feel like they can get the care that they need. And as long as they're not around other people that are just – yeah. Also infected. As far as oil goes, do you think that this is, do you think this will be worse or equally as bad as 2014-15 
when uh, it ju- when it just absolutely dude, tanked. The, the problem is I have no idea, and neither does anyone. Anyone who says they know what's going to happen is lying. Yeah, it's just so uncertain, and that's what keeps sending it down further. But I don't know. the The biggest question is how long does it last in the 30s, and maybe even touch the 20s today? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think that we'll know something within the next. Um, I don't know, five to ten weeks. That sounds like a long time. It is. <laughs> I know. That's that's it's that, an eternity. It, all of this. I mean, I was listening to another podcast. It was just a. It was uh, an interview, and they just they they were talking about the differences in the things that you worry about when you're young and when you're old, and it's funny because really the thing the things that you worry about specifically are different, but it all boils down to the same thing that you worry about the future, right? Like that's the future is always the 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 what you worry about. That's the and it's the looming uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And so something like this just like cranks up uncertainty and lack of knowledge, and uh, you know the opaqueness of the situation is just like on a completely different level. And that's part of what makes this even even scarier. And I just I desperately wish that they would. I, I mean, like the you see these charts of of the way that uh, like the number of people per million that other countries are testing mm-hmm. at this point for the virus, and it's like we're, we're we're not bottom of the list, but we're very close to it. Right. Like how probably for me maybe the most inexcusable piece of this puzzle as far as how the U.S. has handled it has been the just the complete lack. Of testing ability because the because that's that that's a huge part of this is that confirmed cases are still very low here but the fact that nobody has been tested and that people that are sick are go like are basically being rejected the test because mm-hmm. it's only for very severe cases or if you've been in a high-risk country like italy or china or if you've had contact with somebody that is known to have had it it's the only way you can get a test right now so it's like re- the the real number that we're dealing with is probably is, I don't mm-hmm. know, 10, 12 X Ugh. at least. I read that Tom Hanks and his wife, I mean, they started feeling bad and immediately got tested. No problem. Yeah. I mean, he is Tom Hanks, so I'm sure he has access, but still. Yeah. The fact that they could, you know, detect it almost, you know, instantly and take care of it um, says a lot for Australia. Yeah, well, I mean, in a place like Germany, there, there's drive-through. You can drive through to yeah. get tested. That's so what we need to do. We need to open up a drive-through. It's just COVID. It's really. I mean, it's. That's what I'm going to do. It's wild. Yeah. Well, let, let's get in touch with uh, with one of the the private labs that has the test. I guess. Yeah. Probably charging a couple thousand pop for it. Right It'll now. be. An, it would be a. That'd be nice. Nice little drive-through. We'll have like. <laughs> what can we put in there? Beverages. Uh huh. Liquid IV because have you gone, you might ha- be dehydrated. Yeah, well, yeah, hydration is key. Yeah, ha- have you been to? Uh, have you done any stocking up at the grocery store yet? No, we keep talking about that, but I, I just refuse to do it until we absolutely <laughs> have to. I was at H E B yesterday; they were literally almost sold out of um, toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. What's that? That's the because that's the that's what I'm not going to lie. That, that is, is that's where my yeah. mind went as well. <laughs> TP. I was like, we got to get the toilet paper if we're because because if you <laughs> it, if you're in a twenty or 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 thirty day lockdown or whatever uh-huh. it is, that's it. Just seems you're going over the essentials, and that that seems like an important <laughs> thing to have. Here's the thing: even in like northern Italy, where it's just like total absolute shutdown, grocery stores, right. pharmacies, gas stations. Uh-huh. All open. Yeah, I refuse the, to believe that in this country, so even that we a, won't be allowed to get to these grocery stores. Even in a even in a citywide shutdown, basically your essentials will mm-hmm. almost definitely remain open. So that so so you can you can chill. I went to the grocery store just to pick up regular groceries yesterday, and we not out of out of a stock up necessity, but just because we're almost out. I I went to get a liquid hand soap. Mm -hmm. That was almost completely gone. Mm. So I had to, so the, and the only like, you know, we let, 
eco-friendly over here, right? Mm-hmm. Green Initiative. Um, we buy the in bulk and then just refill the bottles, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only thing they had was like the Method brand, so I had to spend seven dollars on this stuff <laughs> instead of three fifty. You're but, at Target. No, uh, HGB. Oh, really? I thought that was a Target brand. I don't think so. Or if I, maybe it is. Maybe they maybe they went maybe they went. Uh, That's good stuff. Went into distribution with it. Yeah, so, you know. I'm on that high end hand soap uh, at home right see now. That. Yeah, the Malin uh, gets. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff. That's yeah. Just drop a just drop a G on Malin and gets rum <laughs> rum hand soap. That is good stuff. Uh, I think it's twelve bucks for one little hand soap. But let me tell you what, it is nice. Yeah, it's good. But in these days, in these times that we're in, Barrett, <laughs> in this economy. <laughs> That's a silver lining. The the return of the in this economy jokes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, well I don't know. Yeah, dude. man. We'll it's, see. it's it's uh I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I don't know how bad it's gonna get. Um I'm 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 trying to stay optimistic, but I also I, I do just have this weird sense of dread that I've never, I don't, I really can say that I've never had before about any, like, like I didn't have this when we were about to go to war with Iran. I didn't have this when, when swine flu was, was the, the global pandemic. Like there really hasn't been anything that has just felt quite so daunting, I would say, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I mean, it's kind of, it's really kind of unprecedented. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm just so concerned with the stock market. I think that, that, that because that, it can that, send us into a recession, oh, I, I that think just we're there. exacerbates everything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But that's, I mean, that's just, that, that's all part of the existential dread here. Yeah. Is that's that what every single day we're dropping three, four, five, six, seven percent. We hit the seven percent, the, the New York Stock Exchange hit the little seven yeah. percent. This morning. Uh, credit, you know, freeze mm-hmm. within like minutes of starting this morning. The Might have been breaker. seconds. The circuit breaker. Panic. I, I sell, mean, it, it, sell. There's, and there's, what is there to, uh, yeah, no, you're totally right, man. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> there's no reason why that would slow down. Yeah. Like, like eventually, I guess it will hit such a low point that the, that the vultures kind of start coming in and, and eating, eating stuff up because, it's, it'll hit that point where you're like trying to buy the dip, right? Yeah, I'd love to. You know, I'm I'm hoping that that we can get an entry point into some of these great names already. Even if you even if you're on the sidelines right now and you have some cash, but I think it'll go lower. Oh, it's going lower, baby. Yeah, I, I we we were t- we were uh, I learned a new stock market term this week, uh-huh. which is um, dollar cost averaging. Ooh. You familiar with that? Uh, no. So this week on mm-hmm. Club Cool Stock Advice, <laughs> new segment alert. No, don't listen. Don't please don't listen to no, me about listen, stocks. We're professional is, traders. But, <laughs> Take this advice. To but the this bank. is this is a strategy that I did not that I I wasn't super familiar with. Dollar cost averaging. You put a you you choose your your you know your um your timing every uh-huh. two weeks or every month. And you put in the exact same dollar amount, no matter what the stock market is doing. I see. So into what? Into your fund. So either into common stock or your fund or whatever you, whatever you choose. Yeah. So that you this the theoretically the strategy should work for an individual stock or for a fund, but so by putting in the same amount every time. <laughs> what do you need a What do you need a, a pronunciation on? Oh, nothing. Just <laughs> playing around over here. Uh, by putting in the same dollar amount every time, yeah. when it's low, you're getting more shares. Uh-huh. When it's higher, you're getting fewer shares. But it, you know, when you do the math on this, over the course of time, the mar- where the market inevitably rises, it's a way to kind of ensure that you make a small profit or some profit instead of losing, mo- instead of losing money. And I'm not going to dive into the, how all the math works, Google dollar cost averaging, and you can read about examples of, of how this plays out. But p- potentially a decent strategy to kind of get back in the game 
when you think that it's gotten about as low as it's going to get. Yeah, for sure. So. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. I've got the Kramer uh, soundboard ready to go. Yeah. I'm not selling. I'm just riding it out. Okay. But, uh, yeah, man. Crazy stuff out there. Everybody, please stay safe. Tell your parents to stay, stay, to stay safe. Wash those hands. 20 seconds. Don't touch your face. And uh, get ready to uh, get ready to social distance yourself and, and self quarantine. But are we still going to, to the uh, underground South by shows? Um, are we out? All right. So for me, we're pretty insulated here, not being on the coast right now. Also, there's no t- there's like no testing here yet, so that that's part of it. I'm 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 ca- I'm cautious. I don't want to go to any huge events South by, but I, I will. I'll get out there. I'd do a happy hour. I'd go to a pop-up, that type of thing, mm-hmm. until they start announcing the Austin community spread cases. Then then I'm out. <laughs> you might be a part of it. Um, it's possible. But, like, I, like, I've been going to the gym still. Yeah. And I intend, Got to, a pump. I intend to continue until they start announcing that it's that basically that people in Austin have it. Have you noticed it thinning out at the gym? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a not a ton. Mm-hmm. Traffic was light today, though. Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, speaking of having to self quarantine, and uh, you know, be at be at your house. One thing that you should not forget about, mm. in addition to washing your hands, is your hygiene. Yeah. You still want to smell good. Mm-hmm. You still want your place to smell good. Mm-hmm. That's where Hawthorne comes in, Phil. Perfect. Yeah. What you want to do is go to hawthorne.co and you're going to use code COOL for 10% off your entire order. But before that, you're going to take a quiz. Hawthorne is going to get to know you a little bit better. It's going to ask you the pertinent questions about what type of skin and hair you have and and what type of smells you like and, and just like how you want to approach your regimen. And then it's going to give you a list of all the best products that you need. From there, you get to choose whether you want the unbelievable fragrance, one for work, one for play, if you so choose. Great shampoo and conditioner, unbelievable natural deodorant. I know you really like the body bar soap. Yes. I love a good exfoliating soap. If you have never tried a kind of like rough bar soap in the shower, it's an absolute must. Every time, like, it's just like, yeah, your body wash is great. Love the body wash. It smells great. But there's just something about this soap. I like every once in a while. Not every day because you don't want to dry yourself out, hurt, rough up your skin too much. But that exfoliating bar soap is so nice to have as an option in the shower. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the candles right here. Got pear and bezel marine etiquette, which is a warm and bitter citrus. And as far as kind of luxe candles go, these are really well-priced. 10% off with code COOL. Hawthorne.co. That's H A W T H O R N E dot co. Use code cool. It's ten percent off, and the stuff just looks fabulous. That's one thing you definitely don't have to worry about. It all smells. It all smells excellent. It all looks really good too. Perfect combination. If you have not checked them out, do not wait any longer. Hawthorne.co. Use code cool. Get ten percent off your purchase. Okay, Phil. Um, moving on from COVID nineteen, aka the coronavirus, let's talk about outdoor voices again. In light of many new articles and pieces of information that have been revealed over this past week, namely, a very toxic work environment has been exposed there. Very, <clears throat> man. This is according to an investigative piece from BuzzFeed where a bunch of anonymous former employees and current employees have basically reported that it is a very, very difficult place to work where you are overworked and underpaid. Management is a mess. HR is incompetent and non-existent. And if you are not in, or if you were not in with Ty's kind of circle, you didn't if you weren't in her good graces she didn't like you you were ba- you were fucked basically 
Uh, that and I'm, I'm that's a paraphrase, but that's a borderline verbatim quote from somebody. Um, unfortunate to hear. Yeah. Also, not entirely shocking. The very first time that we talked about this whole kind of catastrophe that that they were enveloped in, we we talked about that a little bit. We, we I know we said that it like wouldn't be surprising if that if the if they were a little bit clicky. One of the things that I mentioned was that I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like an old employee versus new employee kind of mentality there. Yes. Like if you'd been there from the beginning, if you'd been there for multiple years and were a friend essentially of Ty's, then you were in. You loved it. It was great. You had her ear. But anybody new that got brought on, I'm sure that it was extremely difficult to break into that. And therefore, you, you felt ostracized and kind of not taken seriously. And that's essentially what this report boils down to. And it's unfortunate. And I, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to, I, I, I want to be careful about, you know, I, I, I still think that you have to take everything with a grain of salt because I do believe that there are always two sides to a story, but there is certainly a lot of information, a lot of people reporting the same thing and apparently quite a bit of corroboration from like emails and that type of thing. Slack messages. And Slack messages as well. <clears throat> and it just sucks. It sucks to see it. It And I, 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 what I, what I, you know, they say never meet your idols, right? <laughs> and as one of these, as one of these former employees said, she was like, this is, she was basically like, don't ever take your dream job because it, it can't possibly live up to the, right. to You're the gonna billing. You're going to hold it at such high steam. Gonna, this was a shit show. And this, this like. was, this was an absolute shit show. And it, I, I mean, you just, they even got, um, somebody to go on record in the article. This, this girl that was, um, she was a VP for only, I think a year or so. Okay. But she gave him her name, title, said that she, um, is not shocked nor, you know, surprised right, at all right. to see this. Yeah. But she's saddened by the news, uh, that you know all this. But she's not shocked. Yeah, which is that that speaks volumes for somebody to go on the record like yeah. that. I mean, these anonymous accounts, again, take it with a grain of salt. They're probably uh, the majority of these people have had been let go, so you've got an axe to grind. You know. Yep. Um, so I doubt they'd have a lot of positive things to say. Regardless, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, and there's a lot of people. I mean, a lot. What they say, like twenty to almost thirty people, mm-hmm. nearly twenty current and former employees and executives. Um, yeah, you know, on the flips on now, and on the flip side, and this is again like more. This is this week's news essentially. Yeah, uh, Ty finally kind of released her a, a bit of a statement on an Instagram post, and. Yeah, that's almost like a, that's a different piece of this picture because what she's kind of like referring to, I think is that executives that were brought in and board members essentially were trying to like usurp her direction and vision. Now, were they validated in attempting to do that? Potentially based on the other half of that, which is the report about the, the culture of, of lower, uh, employees, Right. But from her side, it, it, I'm sure that 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 I'm sure that she feels like in in her kind of level of the company, surrounded by various board members and C-suite VPs, execs, she felt like she was trying to be undermined by people that like you know thought they knew best for the company when it was her company. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand that too. It, it just it it just is all a huge mess. I mean, it, but it, it's, I mean, listen, that's the the that's the game when you are trying to build something like they were to that they have built. You're going to have to take on big amounts of investment. Yep. And with that comes tons of strings. Yep. In board seats that you have to give up, and all those men and women on the board that weren't there before, that aren't your friends, yep. that aren't in your circle. They're going to have an opinion. Why? Because that's what they're paid to do, and that's what they, they've invested their money into your company because they want a return. They're not doing it to see what your cool vision is. Your vision is what drives 
the 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 brand, but then there has to be a return on their investment. And yep. they were seeing, after five years, it wasn't looking it good. It wasn't looking good. I mean, That's they right. originally yep. raised at a hundred million dollar evaluation. The last round they raised it a forty million dollar evaluation. Yeah, that alone. That's yeah. We'll get a CEO that is absolutely you know, kicked right. right out of the building. Yeah. Um. It, yes. Absolutely right. <laughs> I, 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 somebody said something, I, I think around the office maybe this morning that I just thought was prudent. It's not, certainly not breaking news, it's, it, but I just thought it was a, a good way to put it. It's like, when you take on that much money, it's not your company anymore. That's right. And that's, and that's, that's also true. Like you, to do that, you give up owning the company. Like, and, I, and I mean that in more than just like majority stakeholders being the majority stakeholder. I mean, when you're a small company and you're running lean and you're not taking on millions upon millions of dollars, that part of the reason to do that is to maintain control. Because as soon as you, as soon as you open those doors, you, that's it. you're inviting the loss of control. You know, and like this is just me personally, but if I was in that position and I had I mean, that is a huge success for Tahini to have built it to the point to where she can attract these huge investors and board members. Um, and to get them even to the table and then to get them to write the check, I mean, I would relinquish control that day. As long as the integrity and the soul of the brand remained intact and you could keep a board seat or two mm -hmm. in order for your voice to be heard, your outdoor voice, <laughs> <laughs> then... To me, you know, that's again me personally. The, the these, I just felt like she she really wanted to maintain control over every aspect of the business, not just the way that the brick and mortars looked and felt, and the fresh flowers that were being shipped into the Soho location. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, so um, I just hate hearing. I always thought that there was a chance of this being real clicky around her and yep. her have that that mean girl mentality that you know in that yes. that c-suite or whatever but to hear it i guess confirmed i mean who knows if these accounts are really that accurate but look it, it, i hate that like i said we want I, I'm, I'm trying to be kind of delicate around the situation but where there's smoke there is almost definitely fire mm -hmm. and i think at the very least it's safe to say that she was that she was not that, that the culture had become unruly toxic yeah what is it what is it that what is the ncaa uh you can get like coaches have been fired for oh lack of institutional control hmm. and that's like when when that's that's you hear that phrase get tossed around when like there's like all sorts of recruiting violations yeah or even with the like the astros um you know sign stealing scandal it's like that's where aj hinch and um jeff luno directly involved with the scheme maybe not but but they lost control of the institution mm -hmm. so there was a lack of institutional control <clears throat> yeah and that's kind of regardless of 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 how directly responsible she was for the toxic environment as ceo that's part of your job you have to ha you have to control the institution mm -hmm. it trickles down baby like it, it, it starts with you and if you want to be that that um mystical character that the whole company revolves around your ideas and everything is about you and what you want it to look like, mm -hmm. then you have to be willing to, to take responsibility for everything, everything. Yeah. I mean, and obviously they, they had a pretty good size office over there, but damn, it wasn't like thousands of employees. You can make sure that everybody's getting paid well and isn't overworked and isn't having to go see therapists constantly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, read this BuzzFeed article if you're out there. There's I mean, a BuzzFeed. There's incredible. a BuzzFeed article. There's a There's a New York Times article, and then there's one on uh, from Marker that is on Medium. It's called. It's titled "Why All the Warby Parker Clones Are Now Imploding," and uh, sub subtitle is "How Venture Capital Became the Most Dangerous Thing to Happen to Now Troubled DTCs Like Outdoor Voices, Harry's, and Casper." You will read this, and if you ever start your own company, you are going to think twice about when 
and how and how you take on that yeah. venture capital because that shit is that that shit is dangerous, man. <clears throat> it, it's it's really like you just you just I I someday I hope that we get a little bit of self reflection once the NDA is run out or she's allowed to like do a tell all or speak a little bit more towards it. And I'm, I'm referring to Ty here. I, I would just like to know kind of what she would do differently. Oh, she's going to tell her side. I mean, she's almost, she, every day she's posting stuff on Instagram, just begging to, to say something. But you know, like, like e- even simple things like, would you have tried to open that many stores that quickly? Cause that seems one of the funny things that, that uh, I spoke to on Twitter a little bit was look, man, like, and kind of shame on the cut, which I love the cut. But they 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 wrote this clickbaity article about the hundred thousand dollars spent on candles, Topo Chico, and flowers. But look, man, that was for ten stores over a year. That's the least of their problems. Exactly. And if they were losing, you know, let's just do some quick math here: losing two million a month, that's twenty four million a year, and a hundred thousand dollars boils down to about a half a percent of that loss. <laughs> yeah. So it's that's that is <clears throat> that is so inconsequential. Right. It's pocket change. Mm-hmm. And it, it and it, it's just it's kind of like typical media to like pick up on yeah this perceived l- luxury extravagance that they shouldn't have been doing yeah it's like what should they have been handing out Nestle Pure Life water in store <laughs> should they have been yeah. burning uh y- Yankee candles what are the <laughs> what else in dude? like ginger molasses scent. Yeah. like you know it's part you're you're creating an experience a exactly. hundred thousand dollars on on selling the best possible in-store experience, actually probably one of the better investments they made. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. You, it wasn't like they were rolling this out in like 150 stores. Exa- yeah. Yeah. So it, c- kind of a, a red herring there, if you ask me. But um, yeah, but what I would be interested to know is what was this, what was the compensation like for the, for the people that were, if you're doing grunt work and you're right out of college, don't expect to get paid. I'm talking about for the people that were one step in this up. economy, <laughs> not executives, but had been there for a few years, had proven themselves, and I'd like to know what the compensation looked like and also the workload. Uh, I bet it was great. You think it was great for those inner inner circle employees? No, no, no. I'm not talking about inner circle. I'm talking about the ones that oh that they brought on. That let's say you were there for three years. Yeah. So you're you're past the grunt work BS of, you know, low salary. You're gonna go to all these freaking activations whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, past all that, and into a more you're at HQ every day. Oh, so you mean you're in, you're more in like a middle ground? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Not anybody that's up at the executive level or, you know, I'm I, talking so, about middle ground. Yeah. What are they getting paid? And if that if that if those people were getting just stiffed, it sounds like those people were also not being treated very well as far as compensation and work life balance. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd, I'd be interested to find that out. Yeah. Uh, last question for you on this, unless you have any further mm. closing thoughts. What do you think that? What one thing that that has been mentioned over uh, across all of these articles and across all of both the praise and. Uh, condemnation of Ty is that despite it all, she is a marketing and like creative genius slash visionary that the, the, that the one thing that she, that she always did extremely well was brand, right? Mm -hmm. That the vision was always clear and well executed and attractive, just, you know, clear visionary direction, right? Yeah. So let me, I'm going to give you two options. You tell me which one you think she's better suited for Mm -hmm. and which one you think she'll do. Okay. What if Lululemon comes calling and wants her to come on board as like creative director of women's? No way. No way. That's like her nemesis. Although she did that interview with their former CEO who's, he got ousted too, I think. Or Patagonia. Yes. Now Patagonia, she suspiciously has been at their headquarters recently, did an interview with what's his face? Yvonne. And has been praising their their whole mantra over there, which is a great mantra. Um that's where I to be honest with you, I feel like there's something in the world. I don't know. 
that wouldn't shock me at all if she got some big job at Patagonia or so the right there's a big job at a big brand this yeah is option okay. one all right, all right, all right. and option two is that she tries to recreate the magic and starts another company no I think she's probably gonna have such a sour taste in her mouth from this um I, but we just but but the whole thing I mean a piece of uh, one of the things running through all of this is that she couldn't relinquish any type of control right execs were there for a few months only because they couldn't deal with it right she would walk out of meetings when when people when there was creative that she didn't like or when people disagreed with her and get in her car and leave (laughs) like you can't do that if you're if you are an employee of patagonia so that that's that you know like i i to me i think the move is yeah okay you're virgil now you take the louis vuitton creative director job right like that's this that's the step you're a, you're a known commodity. People know your name and they like your they like what you do with brand. So so you use that as opposed to trying to recapture what what is potentially yeah. once in a lifetime lightning in a bottle, which this was at the beginning. I don't know. You you're onto something. I think that maybe she it, it just depends on what she has uh you know in that brain of hers, yeah. I, I would hate to see her get back into this um, this same category because what else is there to do? I mean, she's she Ov is a whole different lane than Lulu, sort of. I guess. Yeah. At least she wanted it to be. I don't know. I think that you're right. If she is wanting to keep that control and it's her vision, then she's going to have to start something. Yeah. She wouldn't have any issue with either. At this point, there's going to be so many people calling. Probably. I would expect so. Closing thoughts? Any further statements from you? Um, no, but Ty, if you're listening and you want to, you know, when that NDA <laughs> yeah, if you expires jump on the, and you, jump wanna, on the club. you want to do it on Club Cool, <laughs> we're more than happy to have you. That's, uh, that's exactly right. This, there's, this is the home of big announcements. <laughs> we'll all be quarantined anyway. Might as yeah, well. Yeah, why not? She has nothing else we're to right do. Here. We're, we're right Austin. here. We're, we're quarantined. Local. Yeah. Come on board. Come on. Come on, Ty. Jump on this podcast. Um, okay. We are, we're close to the end here. Let's run through a few things quickly. Let's talk about music real quick. I'm going to give, I don't have a ton to say here, but three albums that I have enjoyed front to back. Mm. Only one of them was I expecting to really like, and mm-hmm. I liked it even more than I thought I would. That's Tame Impala. Oh, really? Slow Burn. Incredible album, mm-hmm. so vibey, so atmospheric. It it, it it works for many different things. Works for, um, just like like hanging out, chilling. It's very vibey. Mm-hmm. It also works for a party. It works for like a party, a little mood music. Mm-hmm. It just it's 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 all around fantastic. Okay, here's one. Slow Rush, sorry. I was looking at the uh, Slow Burn is the name of a Hawthorne candle. Code cool for uh, 10% off. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Also the name of a Casey Musgrave song. Uh, she, ha- she released a candle. Did she? Mm-hmm. I think it's called oh, Slow Oh, it's called Burn. Slow Burn too. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? But we don't care about that because it's not made by our friends at Hawthorne.co. Club. That's right. Yeah. Wait. Code cool. Okay, the second album yeah. that I need to mention here is a new one from Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Your boy. Yeah, this is uh, it's it's something. I I strongly suggest going to listen to it. The album is called Fine Line, and man, it's it's he takes it to another level. You know it, it, what it reminds me of as far as like making the jump is Justin Timberlake's Future Sex Love Sounds. Like, that's the type of... It, it, it's it's different uh, sonically, of course, mm-hmm. but it, it is really, really something. Like, he's a good singer. The production is amazing. It's all flows together really well, and he's just... It's, it's well done, man. I don't have anything else to say. Last album that I want to recommend is uh, the one from Halsey. Yeah. Also, a very good album, front to back, that I wasn't exactly, I, I didn't know to whether it would be 
you know, a few hits and that's it. This album is called Manic. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of manic. There's a little bit of country. There's a little bit of rock. There's a little bit of rage. There's a little bit of hip hop. But it all blends really nicely. And it's and again, it's a good listen. Have you? Do you follow her on Instagram? I do now, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a good follow. And um, the the pictures and video that she posts of her tour right now look intense. That stage design is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you're burning your Hawthorne candles here on yeah. the self-quarantine, you're going to need books, you're going to need music. Those are my three recommendations for you. Okay. Yep. Um, I have a really good playlist on Instagram, not created by your boy. This is created- On Spotify? Sorry. God damn it. Spotify. <laughs> um, this is done by a guy by the name of Alex Delaney. He works for Bon Appetit. The name of the playlist, very beautiful songs, pretty generic, but it's endless. You just hit, you know, shuffle, mm-hmm. and he updates it pretty regularly with old songs, new songs. Um, it's like the easiest of easy listening. You just forget about it, keeps the mood. Is it all kind of, is it slow jams? No, kinda? not no? all of it. Mm-mm. No, he'll put some funk in there. Okay. Um, Gorillas, I see, is in there right now. Rolling Stones. So, yeah, that's a great one. If you're just looking for putting no thought into it, because I, I get so tired of trying to find stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I run through. So that's a good one. Very beautiful songs. There's a playlist on Spotify, not Instagram. Okay. Also, a great album that is not that new, but I've worn it completely out, is the Black Keys' newest album, Let's Rock. About to go on tour with Gary Clark Jr., Unfortunately, I think they're playing out at the freaking racetrack here. So, all, all the good acts recently yeah. have been going to the racetrack, and Horrible. it is it's it's infuriating. Horrible. Because I refuse. Yeah, not good. Um, you know, those are two albums that I would really recommend. Another guy that I've been listening to goes by the name of Marcus King. Um, just really good. Nice rock music. Black Pumas. Black Pumas. Good album. Grammy nominated. Mm-hmm. Local. Ah, here's my pop song that, I, that I've been wearing out. You ready? Yeah. Little band by the name of Dixie Chicks. Uh, Gaslighter? Gaslighter. <laughs> yeah, that's The new it. single. Yeah, it's a jam. It is a bop. How about those Dixie Chicks, man? They're back. They were, they're back. <laughs> they were so ahead of their time, weren't they? <laughs> they really were. They really, really, truly were. They're great, man. They're great. Very talented. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's move on. Last topic. I just wanted to touch on this, uh, the the third release from the AMA and New Balance Mm -hmm. collaboration. AMA? AMA? I'm not sure. Who knows? Uh, This one, it's great, as always. It feels even more, like, runner-centric than the past two have. Mm -hmm. And he's always done, like, some kind of... some some technical pieces in here but with this one i the the marketing photos are are like actually feature real running there's like a met there's mesh hats instead of fleece hats mm-hmm. uh there are solid color nylon shorts that feel just a little bit more it just all feels a little bit more less fashion more almost like you should run in this yeah you get that vibe yeah, I do. I don't think I could run in those New Balances, though. The, okay, so the New Balances are almost like the... They're almost the exception to the rule on this one because they're such an old, weird silhouette that there's there's no way that these are yeah like up-to-date as far as running shoe technology goes, right? No way. This is what you see the old-timer at the gym. Yeah, yeah. So that's you're exactly right there. The boomer. I, I'm not sure that these are actually... That the shoes are actually good for running, but a lot of a lot of the shorts, yeah, love those and shorts. the the fleece or the uh, the mesh tops and the hats are you know I, I mean might catch me out on the trail this spring. I like the shoes, by the way. I wouldn't run in them, but I like um, I like the yellow colorway the most. The yellow is yeah, yeah. same. The, the white is, is, the tops is for me. a little bit much. I am not into the white at all, but I believe that that will be the most popular colorway. Really? Yep. 
because that's what that's I feel like that's the way they've marketed it. Yeah. Um and yeah, but the white is like you said, that's a little too old guy at the gym for me. Mm-hmm. Especially with those I, I you know, I'm kind of getting with those all those very saturated primary colors kind of feels a little Oshkosh Bagashi. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but great, great logo work as always. The little MB with the silhouette, the, the you know, the line drawing of the runner inside is is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, good headwear. I like that they've added socks. I love those hats. Yeah. So uh, th- th- this all comes out tomorrow. A lot of it will sell out really quickly. So get ready if you're uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 11 a.m. Eastern. So that's going to be 10 a.m. Central. 10 a.m. Central. You know, we're Central boys. We are Central boys. That's right. All right. Have you felt the. I've now obviously it's extra for you, I I think, with this, the the oil catastrophe as well. But just from the the one thing that the COVID, I'm not going to lie. COVID is beginning to sap my desire to shop. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. And, 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 and I'm, I'm separating that from its effect on the economy, which is an obvious. But the fact that we're not going to have anywhere to go flex these fits, Phil. No, you're going to be flexing them in your full-length mirror <laughs> while you're fucking <laughs> <it>. quarantined. <laughs> yeah, I can still get a kit pick off and put it on Instagram, yeah. I guess. But that's I'm not, go- I'm not going anywhere in it. So that's uh, it's we kind, should it's kind we of, should hunker down in it's the studio. Ki- it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, nobody to see the fits. Yeah. Now, so, if you do still have, by the way, if you do still have a trip coming on, or and you're gonna go for it, or you just need to bury your head in some retail therapy, I did. We did put out a list on Patreon.com/slash/ClubCool. Mm-hmm. It's two dollars a month. Great way to support the pod. Uh, as this, as the kind of, you know as people start to maybe save a little bit more and scale back from the disposable income impulse fr- frivolous purchases is purchases is <laughs> I'm going to have to think about a, a a way to differentiate it, to to mix it up a little bit I think you know yeah what do you guys want to see on there on Patreon if 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 shopping grinds to a halt they're going to want to see Dope, um, you know, hazmat suit. <laughs> we'll like, see. Who posted that one with the Arcteryx? Grailed, I think. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, uh, we will figure something out, and eventually you will need cool stuff to wear. The list is great for it. And you you did put, like I said, you, put some, you, you had some running pieces on there, mm-hmm. which uh, might be one of the foremost ways to exercise in the coming months since um, running is a, in itself kind of a form of social distancing. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to touch a bunch of weights that 4,000 other people have touched, Ugh. right? You don't have to be in a, a studio that is covered in sweat. Um, so I can assure you that Gold's Gym on Ben White is not disinfecting a <laughs> damn thing. Anyways, th- there is some fun stuff to look at, look at uh, on that list. I strongly suggest that you go do so. Patreon.com slash club cool. Also, get those candles, get those unbelievable bath and body products, get that get that hygiene regimen up. Up your game. Hawthorne.co. Use that code cool. DM me if you have any or Phil if you have any questions about what we're using from them or or, or what kind of sense that we like or, or how we feel about the experience overall. And uh yeah, man, stay safe out there. Wash those hands. Don't touch your face. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us today, Phil. Okay. All right. Love everybody. Hope we see y'all again. (laughs) Sell, sell, sell. Don't buy. Don't buy.